Bush and Ritchie here with your daily takeaway. Can we talk ice creams, my friend? Oh, yes. Always happy to talk ice creams. Um, my niece um, is over from Miami with my uh, my brother at the moment, and uh-huh. uh, they're staying tonight um, ahead of their visit. I said to them at the weekend, I said, when you come up and stay up with Uncle Rich, is there anything particular that I can make sure that we've got in uh, for you while you're here? Uh, and she just said, uh, can you get some fabs? What a, a, a fab, a fab, a fab! All right, if all of all the things that you would think, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I miss about the UK. It's a box of fabs. So today I went to Tesco, bought two six packs of fabs. There's twelve fabs in the freezer. So if, if, don't get me wrong, but fa- fabs are that is quite a retro ice lolly with like three levels of different like spa- sprinkles on the top. You've identified them right. Yeah, you got the you got the raspberry uh, bottom third, then you got the, the the white middle third, and then you've got the the chocolate top third, which is covered in hundreds and thousands. What a weird, what a weird ice cream to have, like you know, to, to hone in on on this country. Surely she should she should have gone for a cider barrel. Exactly. <laughs> That's, there's a British ice lolly. <laughs> Don't get them in the States. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Remind yourself, uh, a couple of, we- uh, couple of weeks back, you had uh, Young Thea's Sports Day and you were talking about the parents' race. Oh, yes. I can still feel like I want to get like some kind of a medal for that coming second. Should have got a medal for it. I- I- unfortunately, uh, we had Sports Day this morning. Uh, there was no parents' race. I didn't get the chance to uh, at least equal or, or oh. beat your, your, your home-time parental performance. There's no parents' race. Were you a bit gutted about that? Why, did they- why-, why no parents' race? I don't know why, uh, but personally I wasn't gutted because I was wearing flip flops and I was uh, perishing in the heat anyway and my performance would have been awful. It would have been roasting today to do that given it was, how hot it was. Yeah, it would have been terrible but it was good fun. It was good fun and uh, and one thing that stuck out for me was the head teacher's admission that sports day uh, was her favourite day of the year because she gets to use the loud hailer. Oh yes. What do you call it? Loud hailer? Megaphone? You, you know the kind of thing that you speak into. You see it in movies or, or like you know some uh, American big sort of junction and they're p- police like directing traffic kind of There's thing. no modern word for it. There isn't, no. Loud hailer is very much a 1970s, 1980s safety advert word for it. Yes. But I don't know what it's... I, I, I've never really, like, described it since, like, 1985. I feel weirdly. like you just don't see them as much, but they must still be a thing. I I would be so jealous of anyone that gets to work in a job that has a loud hailer, megaphone, loudspeaker, however you want to call it, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you and I, right, we, we, we talk into microphones, millions of people, unbelievably, hear us every day. Okay? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. But what we don't have is we don't have loud hailers. No, we don't get. Don't, we don't get to play or press the button that does the screech for a bit, or the no. little go. It goes like yeah, I sound like the uh, the guy from Police Academy. Trevor, <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Why? Who invented that on the loud? Why do you even need that? It's loud enough as it is. You don't need the noise. We get to do lots of cool stuff, but what we don't get is to hear our voice just reverberate loudly. It's just sort of like parents, can you step back or reminder? Don't take pictures on your smartphone. That kind of thing. Well, imagine if you had one just day to day, because you get gravitas with it. You of course get, you do. Get attention. Yes. There's a power thing that with it as well Um, you really would make yourself heard wouldn't you you would do so let us know if you work in a job where you get to use a loud hailer it's a very simple question but we're jealous and we want to hear from you this afternoon Kelly says uh, used to work on the underground uh, used to use one for crowd control but discovered that my voice was actually louder used to lose to uh, used to like playing with the siren as well it would very much get people's attention love that bit I mean we, we haven't had a fire drill here in this building for eight. Do you remember we haven't it's been a long time since we had a fire drill? I presume whoever is the top fire lanyardy, you know, high vis vest wearing person yes. would maybe get access to our 
you know, bullhorn in the building. Do we have a bullhorn in the building? I reckon it's behind, like, a, in a glass box, and that one person's got the key. We need to get access to it. Yes, yes, yes. To make to, to make announcements. Like, I've been having a little uh, little play around actually with some of the uh, some of the things I might say. So, for example, I might go like this. Does anyone know whose milk this is? Can I use it, please? That's good, because you never know whose milk you're actually borrowing in the exactly. communal fridges. Or sometimes, during a song, you'll go down to the kitchen at the end of the corridor and make us a tea, but you're always playing a little bit fine. Hey, Bush, there's 20 seconds left on breakfast at Tiffany's. Get back in here quickly. And you know how much I love that song, and I'd hate to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's in Wimbledon. His other half uses it to coach crews on the river. She's a mm. sports coach, a rowing coach. Shouts at the kids as well with it when she brings it home. Uh, as a go at a coxless pair. <laughs> Joy, you could start using it to like our our eldest daughter Erin won't get out of bed in the morning, yeah. so you could just use the uh, loudspeaker from downstairs. Be perfect. Get it down for tea, stuff exactly. like that as well. Uh, Jilly's hanging on. You do, yes. Yeah, I work on a petrol station forecourt, so if someone's doing something that they shouldn't be doing, you get on the megaphone and say to the red Nissan on pump number two. What well, uh, What's the most common thing you tell people off for on the petrol station forecourt then? Using a mobile phone. Using a mobile oh, phone. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Don't want to be doing... I, do you know what? Weirdly enough, I, I went to the petrol station last night and was driving around. Uh, I, I, I'm so confused by pay at pump. Isn't pay at pump so confusing? <laughs> I hate pay at pump. Do you, have you got pay at pump? Do you have to explain it over the tannoy? No. That's for you because you know people can manage pay at pump, maybe. You know, the folks can do that. It's well, breaking up, but I think she's saying most normal people can understand pay at pump. <laughs> Yeah, if, if that's what you want to wish that she's saying, I'm happy for you to go along with that. <laughs> I'm pretty much saying that, yeah, I, I'm thinking that's what she's saying. Uh, Caleb from North East Scotland says, uh, Bush and Ritchie, Matt Bellamy uses a loud hailer stroke megaphone in their version of Feeling Good when Muse play live. Very, very good showbiz use of a megaphone. Good intel. Uh, Jessica's hanging on. You get to use one? Not one. I ordered two yesterday. Wow, where does someone go to get their hands on uh, a bullhorn, as the Americans call it? Well, I mean, there's only one place. It has to be Amazon. Oh, OK. Oh, right, OK. So that's where you got it from. <laughs> and then the second question is, why do you need not one, but two? It's a wheelbarrow race, but it is actually involving wheelbarrows, not like one person on their hands. Oh, and where is this? Um, what are you organising? In Braffing. It's a village in Hertfordshire. It's a whole village event. We have about five different races. Um, so we need to scream at people to make sure they fully understand the rules of what route they've got to take around the village while they're dressed up in fancy dress and having beers outside the pub as well as part of the so, road. Richie, I mean, you live in this um, area. Have you been to this place? It sounds like more like a barrel of laughs than anywhere else. <laughs> Non-stop uh, fun. Absolutely. I live very nearby. <laughs> very nearby. I, I do love one. Of the, they make Brassy. sausages there, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, you know, you've got two loud hailers. So what are you going to yeah, do? Like so burn through one, chuck that on the floor and start using the next one? The other one is that we have down at the Ford, because we have the Ford, so it's kind of about three feet deep, and we have a beach alongside it as well, but we need to scream at all the kids to get out of the Ford when the races are coming. Wow. That this, is the best use of a siren. <laughs> this wheelbarrow race goes through a three-foot water Ford. Yeah, that's where it, it starts there wow. and it finishes there. Wow, what a yeah, finale. To hell with the Monaco Grand Prix. I want to see people in a wheelbarrow <laughs> race go for a Ford. That's great. No wonder they've got two megaphones. You're going to need them. We are going to need them, definitely. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So it feels like the summer has kind of arrived. And as a result, I got me sandals out. I, I know. I got me Birkenstocks <laughs> out. Wearing them today, wore them yesterday. Love, I love my Birkenstock sandals. 
Uh, and they're so comfy and they're so nice and airy on your toes when you're walking around town, particularly working in hot, dusty old central London and everything as well. And there's me, very excitedly, innocently, getting excited about my new sandals and then I, I put a photo of it on Twitter. And like I said earlier on, I've had dog's abuse about my feet. <laughs> Tricky says, uh, hi Bush, Moses has called Aston for his sandals back. <laughs> uh, Nige says, feet are not good. Sam says, it's not just your feet, it's anyone's to be fair. I don't even like my own that much. And as I said earlier on, I genuinely believe this nation's got a problem with its own feet. Our producer, Adem, is not here today. Remember we were talking to him about this last night? Yeah. He won't get his feet out no. on holiday. He hates his own feet. Uh, the Moses comment would have been my go-to with your with your shoes. I your thought you, had sand- you don't have sandals. I don't have sandals, no. I've, I've got some, I've got some like, you know, sliders, slides, sort of flip-floppy kind of things. Pair of B-wings, as I call them, <laughs> in terms of prison style. But the thing is, I was walking around with those this morning. I went to sports day with those. I would not wear those to work. So, right. as you've noticed, uh, I have changed just into, you know, me trainers for work with yeah. some little anklet socks. Do you, do you like your own feet? Do what I like think, my own feet? What do you think of your own feet? My legs? Legs are different to feet, aren't they? Generally, yes. When, uh, well, how did you get on in biology? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, your own feet, your own toes, What's your, what, what do you think of them? Do you like them? They're you, all right. You're proud of them? They're all right if, um, if I've kept the, like, if they're clipped. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, I don't mind them. We don't need to go into detail. Uh, producer Nick was going to have his uh, food out of the Tupperware container. He might leave it half an hour. But I mean, I've got messed up big toes from playing football. I'll be honest with you. So yeah. I'm, I, I know that they're not great, as people have pointed out on, on Twitter. Thanks. I wouldn't inflict my feet on you on a work environment. It's, it's really my thought. And I, I wouldn't do what you're doing to me. <laughs> that's, that's the crux, isn't it? That's the crux. I wouldn't do what you're doing to me. <laughs> no. So look, let's, there's definitely something going on here because so, the amount of comments we've had back, people who've obviously got issues with feet, Sarah says, Birkenstocks rule, my friend. I've got glittery, fabulous ones. But here's the kicker. At the end of her tweet, she says, but I won't subject you to a photo as I, as I have weird toddler toes. There you go. She's down on her own feet. Uh, and having to wear sparkly ones, so it takes away the attention of the feet in public places. Now it all becomes clear. We see you, Sarah. We see you. Uh, Joe says, when you've worked in Clark's in the kids' department for five years, including back-to-school feet, are no longer a problem. Trust they, me. You just get used to it. <laughs> uh, we've got Katie on the line right now, just to get a bit more kind of further insight into this. Katie, where do you stand on feet? I think people should love their feet. I mean, they carry us around all day, every day. And yeah. I just need a little bit of fresh air, a bit of sun. That's a good point. I like... I think guess one of the points I'm making here is that uh, we don't really give our feet the credit they deserve for the, the work, the heavy lifting they do for us, Katie. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent, yeah. Uh, Katie... Oh, this feels weird to ask. Would you get your feet out at work? Bush has got his feet out at work today. I don't think feet at a formal workplace <laughs> is a good thing. I mean, it depends on the job. I mean, if you're... An undertaker would be pretty awful, wouldn't it? <laughs> An undertaker in Birkenstock. <laughs> He's not taking this seriously. <laughs> what do you do, no, Katie? Um, I volunteer. OK, that's fair enough. You volunteer. Yeah, volunteer. Wear whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. you're giving your yeah, time free of charge. <laughs> So, Katie, you say, uh, get your feet out, it's the, it's the summer, uh, and show them some love. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mick and Mason says, yo, Bush and Richie, I was in Australia in April and met a guy who didn't wear shoes ever, even whilst we were off-roading in the bush. Wow. He didn't even wear shoes to his own wedding. No foot self-consciousness for him. <laughs> I want to write a song about this guy. <laughs> Amazing. We've got Sammy on the line. Sammy, what's your view of feet? Your feet are your backbone, basically. They get you through life. Um, so, yeah, get them out. Let them breathe. Uh, and Sammy, what, what what's your background in terms of foot love? 
so I'm actually a health practitioner, so I am all things feet. I do reflexology, I do pedicures, but most of all I do foot health, so I look after everybody's titties. Richie said earlier on that he would never inflict his feet on me the way that I'm inflicting my feet on him because I'm wearing sandals in the studio. How do you kind of read into that statement, Sammy? <laughs> Embrace it. <laughs> yeah, get them up on the table and everything, yeah. Well, well right. Sammy, oh, yeah, I, let's do that. I need to hold my hands up here and um, you, you, you can, you know, there might be other people in this similar situation you could help. I've got collapsed arches. Uh, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what are <laughs> collapsed arches? Well, Sammy would explain. What one thing could I do? So, obviously, you've obviously got flat feet then, so you're going to need some insoles to help support your arch. Um, so you can uh, see someone like myself or go to the dietrist and they can get you custom insoles to help you with your flat feet. I, I think our music teacher in the 80s had, had one of them, like a boot. No, it's not boot, it's just like an insole. It's a special it's boot. If you, if you watch me walk from behind, I go in on myself. Do you? Oh, right, no, 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 you'll get insoles for that as well. All right. <laughs> insole is what people talk about a lot of times when they're texting about him. So, oh, well, that's good. That's, now we've got uh, some kind of cure for Richie. There you go. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> no bother at all, guys. Have a great night. The nation's got a problem with its feet, that's for sure. Uh, Shanti, lovely Shanti, sent us a message and we've given her a bell back to talk about it. Shanti, good to have you on. I thought you'd call about the foot fetish, didn't well, you? It's not a fetish wow. thing, Shanti. <laughs> um, where do you stand then on feet? Oh, do you know, I, I grew up in Malaysia. I'm, I'm Indian by origin, but I've been, never been there. But I grew up in Malaysia and... Feet are just something you stand on. You look after them. You, you, as the lady who called in before said, we don't treat our feet well enough. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I work in the health profession. I can tell you we definitely don't treat our feet well enough in this country and we need to look after them better. Do you think people in this um, country are weird about their feet? Because one thing, like not giving oh them credit, God, but, but also yeah. they're a bit weird about their feet, aren't they, Shanti? them why why don't you like looking at them i don't get it they're just feet, <laughs> just feet. bush has come in wearing his birkenstocks today i've just looked under the desk he's just taken the birkenstocks off he's now barefoot in the studio completely liberated shandy shanty completely you know liberated i'm gonna tell you right i'm gonna say to you don't look at them don't look at you yeah. saying to richie don't look at them but i know they're there shanty <laughs> i know they're there you've got feet too We've all got feet, you know, Richie. Maybe you want to get yours out right now. It's quite a liberating moment on the show, Shanti. It's been great to have you on. <laughs> Not a problem. Any other business? Tell you who's got in touch, uh, kind of inadvertently, Martin Sinclair messaged me back about something earlier on on Twitter, and I thought, I've got to put this to Richie. So I was going on about uh, when's the earliest you can mow your lawn in the morning. It's brilliant, my Twitter account. Get involved. Loads of great <laughs> stuff going on. But he said, uh, don't don't mow it. Get yourself a robot. It'll change your life. Oh, do robots mow lawns? All right, a couple of things here. First off, 9.15. OK, fair. That's uh, later than I would have thought, but... Well, you're, you're talking a Thursday morning. It's, uh, it's, it's a weekday, so, you know, kids should be awake. I'll take that on board. All right, so 9.15. Secondly, never a robot. Takes away the... Robots ain't going to do stripes. And Are you sure they can't do stripes? They though? can't do stripes, no. Robot lawnmowers, you're talking putting in four points of, uh, like, infrared stuff so the robot knows where it can mow and then it'll just go for it. And it's the right old mission. But I didn't know they did lawns. I, I know that some people have got these robots that, like, hoover the house. But I didn't realise you got, like, lawn robots. You see, I hate lawns. I hate doing lawns. If I could tarmac our back garden, I'd do it. But uh, So that's why this, this robot thing's got me, got me attention. Do you, do, you like, do you like birds and bees? Yeah? They're all right. I think bees probably got better PR than they deserve. You like wildlife? 
Not... Tarmac in your back garden, that is heresy. I want, you know, um, Paul Carroll, the lotto lout? That's <laughs> yes. what I want my back garden to be like. Scrambler cars everywhere and just muddy trees. <laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. So there you go. There's the show. Got to go back to what Richie was talking uh, about at the beginning about uh, you know family coming over from Miami mm. and staying with you. So do they eat any like weird American stuff? Then your you know, obviously your brother lives in the states now. Has he, has he, has he brought like bags of Twinkies with him? No. Do you know what? He hasn't brought stuff with him. He's just more being prescriptive about obviously what he wants here. As you know, I've saved all the mini eggs. We're getting those out tonight. Going to have a right old party. What a treat that's going to be. Uh, but they've also yeah, you know, uh, you know, and his daughters requested these fabs. The other thing that they said, I said, well, you know, what, what shall I cook? You know, Wednesday evening when you're round, and he's like, "I tell you what, we'd really, really love. Can you go and get one of those old El Paso fajita kits? Because they don't wow. have them in the states." He goes on about how he loves to go to the British Isle in the supermarkets out there, but apparently they don't sell the old El Paso, and obviously they don't do fabs. He is clearly, just like yourself, a man of very, very fine tastes.